Oh, gosh. Love Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale. So this is Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, June 22nd. Um, I'm super happy to be with you all today. Um, sorry I've missed the last um, two weeks. It's been, I was just telling um, Cindy and Tiff that I don't think I've missed two blog talks in a row since I started doing this in 2016. So it felt really strange to not be here with you guys on Thursdays, but super happy to be back. Um, before I say hello to my lovely co-host, um, I'd like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always um, will have something, an event coming up or um, a website that you want to go to or some sort of something you're going to want to write down. So you want to be ready for that. And um, please be sure to press one on your phone if you want to chat with us. Any questions, comments, testimonials, as you know, we would love to hear from you. It's a big part of what our show is all about. So please, um, so please chat with us. Um, and... Just as a reminder, though, for for this call, we do need to keep away from any kind of medical-type questions, and we really can only talk about um, horses with the horse unit. Um, As you know, that still gives us a ton to talk about. So, um, all right. With all of that said, I'll say good morning to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Rainy. Hi, Tiff, and everybody out there. It's um, a beautiful morning here, and I'm very grateful that we have a chance to talk. So, uh, looking forward to today. Perfect. And I think I saw, there's Tiff's number. Um, hi, Tiff. Good morning. Good to have you back. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, Cindy. Yes, good to be here. I look forward to sharing and, and hearing what our listeners have to have to say. Yeah, perfect. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've been up to, so we'll have to definitely have time for that today. Um, so I, I don't know that we really... Um, the biggest thing on my brain right now, um, and then I can turn it over to you guys to see what you have to say is about is this um, is our sale price of our um, the essential set with the Evo coming out. Um, I first wanted just to apologize. We didn't really give anyone notice that we weren't going to be doing um, blog talk last week. It was kind of a last minute decision with the um, with a big announcement that was going to be happening at the the Zoom meeting that was happening exactly the same time as blog talk. We just thought everyone would rather be. Um, would want to be on that show, including us, <laughs> listening to that to to hear the um, the news and get the information that was coming. So um, I apologize for not letting you all know we w- wouldn't be on Blog Talk last week, but we are back now. And um, like I said, I, I'm excited about the the sale, this incredible price that they have done for the um, essential set uh, that is going at least until um, July 10th. 
And I have already been busy going back and, and chatting with any of the people well, any of the people I knew were on the fence, but the, the biggest thing that I've been doing is going back to all the people that have bought horse sets um, that I know really wanted a human set and just maybe weren't able to do it or, um, you know, it wasn't the right time. And I'm just letting them know about this incredible price. Um, I don't know how about you ladies, if that's something you're doing, I assume you are as well. Yeah, a- absolutely. That's what I'm doing to, to existing customers, to prospects, and, and people that have been, you know, just in the past who said, you know, that's just out of my price range at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of going back. And um, I will point out, if people haven't tuned into it, that on the Beamer Share app, um, is the flyer that shows the discounted price, and it's also in your BBO distributor library. So it's uh, an easy thing to be able to forward to people and be able to tell them that this is kind of an unprecedented thing. And it's also it's also a way to announce that we're get that the, the new model is coming. So it's kind of double whammy. Yeah, definitely. Tiff, how about you? I'm I'm actually almost thinking about trying to get another one myself, even though I'm going to have to buy myself an Evo here too. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I can do both. Yeah, no, it's a really great opportunity, and I think it's it's nice to offer it to, like you said, all our customers and and let people know, hey, this is what's going on, and it's a great opportunity to just check into it. So, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, and, you know, I know we've talked about this a lot on the show, but it can't hurt to, to reiterate this, is if you're doing demos in a barn, you're you're definitely missing an opportunity if you don't take your, your human unit with you. Um, I don't show up to a barn to do demos without my human set at all. So um, it's definitely a big part of that because, you know, as we know, and we talk about a lot, um, horse people hurt themselves. <laughs> repeatedly over many, many years. <laughs> and so as much as their horses need it, they, you know, they need it as well. Um, but I, but we have this tendency, um, like just, you know, it's, it's not just, it's all of us and it's not just with our horses, but horse people tend to buy them for their horses first and then figure out a way that maybe they can get a human unit later. Um, just like all of us will buy these for, you know, figure out if somebody else needs it, they'll figure out a way faster to get it than if they need it for themselves. But, um, but I haven't do always obviously noticed that trend with horse people is that they definitely um, will buy one for their horses before they'll buy one for themselves. And so this is a good opportunity to go back and say, Hey, remember when we talked about, or you tried, or you thought you might want to get one, this would be a great opportunity to do that. So, um, I mean, I, I assume all of both of you gals also um, will bring the human unit, and we talked about this before. Um, have the human unit, use the human unit, bring it to demos and things. Yeah, the, I mean, there's a couple of, and not just not just the essential set, but I I really like the B sit because again, mm-hmm. so many horse people. Um, um, not everybody can afford to pay a fancy, expensive hauler to move their horses around, and sometimes there's a lot of a lot of hours on the road, uh, in late at night or you know just long days. Um, and a lot of uh, people, in my experience anyway, have that are <clears throat> um, you know consistent riders. Um, 
there's uh, lower back issues and um, uh, tailbone issues and uh, things that have been definitely hurt. And the B-Sit is just perfect for that. It's also easier to demo than having to find a place in the barn where you can either, you know, set up your zero-gravity chair, which is kind of a pain to haul around, or, you know, it's it's easier to find a chair or a bench where you can set the B-Sit on and, uh, you know, put that in combination with a B-Pad. And that just shows people how convenient it can be um, more so than uh, the full body mat, in my opinion, particularly when you're in a barn setting. Um, yeah, absolutely. The other thing that this kind of segues into um, something that I was going to talk about, unless you had some more things to add on to that, Rainy. Um, but no, when you have great. the okay, when you have the um, you know the human essential sets with the current model of the pro control box in the back there is the B scan and um, that is not a sophisticated diagnostic tool but it is a very handy tool and one that you know we also recommend that that's something that you could provide as a thank you gift to um, clients sometimes or that at least that uh, you bring it with you because it can be very handy. It is, all that it does is that it detects the um, existence of an electromagnetic field. And um, so again, it's not, you know, it's not fancy um, equipment, but you, but when you turn it on, it is, and you hold it up to an active electromagnetic field, it emits a sound. Um, and so this kind of segues into what I wanted to bring up out of the um, IBD Facebook page um, for the horse set, because it seems like there was a lot of interest in dialogue back and forth. Someone was asking for... Um, you know, give me a publication, I think, that, that shows the depth of penetration of Beamer. And so I wanted to, to kind of talk about that just in a general sense because um, there is no, to my knowledge anyway, there is no publication that talks about this is Beamer because they don't need to do that. We're talking really more physics than specific to Beamer. And that is that when you have an electromagnetic field, it has an intensity or a strength or an amplitude or a flux density. Those are all uh, words that say the same thing, that just measure how strong that field is. Now, if um, the field is the strongest right at the point from which it emanates, so if, um, the, um, if you're talking about a beamer, either the cuff set or the blanket, right over one of the coils, that's where the signal will be the strongest. And it dissipates um, quite significantly the further away that you move from the point of, of um, emission. And it also is... And so that you don't need a study to prove that. That's just that's just physics. The other thing is that um, when and we know that the signal 
emanates uh, in both directions. It goes out and it goes um, goes into the body. Um, but if the stronger the intensity, so let's say if you had uh, the end of the program three cycle where the microtesla is the intensity, the microtesla is, is the strongest point, then the signal that comes off of the little B-scan device that you're using is going to be strong, uh, louder. And um, if you're talking about the lowest intensity, it will be a little less loud. And as you, again, as you move it away from the coil, it will get less. And it gives you, it is, it, it is not, <clears throat> again, a fine-tuned um, uh, scientific piece of equipment because the signal will go out farther um, even after the uh, B-scan stops making a noise, but it's just infinitesimal. And so the major point is that when you hold the B-scan and then just to move it away um, and the sound that it's emitting will get less, you can get an idea to say, oh, this shows that you know, it's maybe, let's just say for a point of discussion, it's maybe 12 to 18 inches out from the body, the signal is still coming through. That's one reason why we talk about that you can get benefits of using the leg cuff uh, diagonally. And you put uh, the leg cuff on, say, the front left and turn it on, and you put it on the right rear. Um, but that means that the front right is going to get some of that signal. Not as much as where as the leg that's got the cuff on it, but it will still get some benefit. And you can use that B, handy little B-scan if you have one to show that. Um, and so I saw in the dialogue along this whole long uh, trail that someone had showed uh, a slide from an older um, academy or product presentation, I think, of a human, and it showed um, where the um, the waves were coming through the body off the mat. And but um, please don't think that that was a scientific thing, saying, "Oh, that looks like it's about this many inches." It was simply showing how where the coils are placed and the um, the legs are, uh, you know, a different shape coil, and it shows how the signal emanates. It's not anything scientific as to how far off it goes. Um, and so what was posted um, from Dr. Marlies in, the, in that um, trail, again, on this, uh, this topic of discussion, she showed um, the cuff placed on, one cuff placed on, one side of a horse's neck. And then she went around to the opposite side of the horse's neck and turned the B-scan on, and you could see that the signal had gone all the way through the neck to the other side. So remember, we know that, that the Beamer signal penetrates through all kinds of tissue. It penetrates through bone. Remember, it doesn't go through metal. So if there's any metal involved, the signal will not penetrate that. But um, so there was a bunch of questions that came back and said, oh, what's that, what, you know, where do you get the strap that holds the cuff on the neck, which was kind of off topic. But um, that's an easy one because you can do that either with a, you know, uh, a polo wrap or, well, vet wrap would be kind of expensive. But 
Um, you can definitely get an extra, uh, you know, use a stretchy girth, or you can get a um, a roll of Velcro from two-inch Velcro off of Amazon and just, you know, use that to help secure the cuff any place you want to go. But um, a lot of people were asking for that video, and I went, wow, that video is a really easy one to <laughs> recreate for yourself, you know, as mm-hmm. long as you have a horse and, and a cuff and the, and the B-scan, um, because it just, um, you know, this case it was the neck. What I just discussed was using was using the, the leg cuffs on the legs. Um, but you can show how the signal goes beyond right where it's applied. You could do that even with a place, um, you know, on the horse's side, you know, somewhere uh, along their belly and go through the other side to show um, that the signal penetrates all the way through. Again, it's strongest, closest to where it's um, emanating from. And, but it will still, there will still be some benefit on the other side. Um, and so I, just, I wanted to point that out. There's not going to be studies that talk about this unless, you know, because you're dealing generally just with the law of physics that says, you know, that a field dissipates away from its uh, origin point. Um, and, um, you know, in the Beamer's case or in any case, the higher the amplitude, the further out, you know, the, the stronger that signal is going to be. But that doesn't mean that it's going, you know, multiple feet or anything like that. We find a similar case when we talk on the human unit about um, larger people, you know, um, people that are, you know, got a few extra um pounds on them, and you say, well, is it going to work on that person as well as, you know, this little tiny person? And that's one of the things that we can use the B-scan for is to show that. So I highly recommend that you use that B-scan, play around with it, and see what it is. But don't don't think that it's, you know, uh, a terribly sophisticated device, but it does the purpose for which we just discussed. Um, so I don't know. Did that make sense? Rainy and Tiff, um, can you help explain it in a different way so people get it? I I don't know that it needs to be explained in a different way other other than just, um, you know, I I think it's an important tool, and I I wish uh, we had some sort of scan that came with the horse unit. So what I do is I have, I don't know, I have a couple sitting on my shelf, two or three sitting on my shelf right now, that anytime anyone buys a a horse set for me, I send them a B-scan because I think I, I like the visualization. I like them both for their own education, you know, especially if they're brand new to Beamer, to, like, be able to see that um, and be able to test that for themselves, but also to be able to show that to other people if they have that question, like, will it go through my, um, you know, the barn blanket? Will it go through, you know, is it getting everywhere? You know, things like that. So it's, it's I just think it's a really great tool to be able to have with the set to be able to show people things. Um, and I love that um, video from Marlise. I think that's great because um, I, I do that all the time, and I've done that with the human unit for ever and ever, you know, I'd put it over, over my shoulders, over my back, and then put the B-scan on the front to be able to show people. And they're like, oh, wow. Um, and so I think it's a great tool. I think something to remember is that it is kind of a loud beep, so be careful with horses if they are not, um, if the, we don't want to scare them, so make sure that they're, you know, that we know that they're not going to react badly to a, a to a loud beeping sound that's right by their body. Um, so to keep that in mind. 
Um, the other thing I was going to say is I've talked to Bettina over the years, um, and she, I don't remember if it was from the Beamer 3000 or Beamer 3000 Plus, but it had a scan as well. Um, but it was more sensitive to the one that we have now. And so she would say how when she would use that scan, she could she could measure the signal out even farther. So again, it just, this is not a, you know, a, a you know, highly specialized tool. All it does is um, detect a magnetic field. And then it, so it all just depends on how sensitive that um, tool is, um, as far as how far it's going to show that it goes. So just a couple little things. Yeah. And it's something as, uh, I think the retail price is $69. Um, and I think, um, I, I am going to, uh, frankly, I'm going to order a few in advance now because, um, I don't believe from what I've heard that the new Evo has one yet. They're working on it. Um, and so I like this idea of having that available. And exactly as you said, Rainy, you know, to be able to offer people. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a nice gift. So um, take that under consideration. And uh, don't, don't read too much into the picture of the... Um, it's kind of a graphic design. If you go back and check out the whole uh, trail on that email, I mean on the Facebook post, uh, don't read too much into that um, picture of the human beamer and the field going through. Um, and hopefully just understand we're talking about physics. It's nothing not unique to beamer. Yeah. Tiff, how about you? Do you use the B-scan? You know, I have before. I don't typically use it, me personally. I think it's a great idea, though. I like what, what Cindy has to say about it and what you had to say about it because it gives me, just shows the client that, hey, it is working, so that's helpful. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's when I use it the most because I have some rental units. And so when I get everything back, I, you know, clean everything, disinfect everything, and then I test it all. Um, and I'm not testing, you know, anything of how how well everything's I'm just I'm just looking for the signal if you know I plug this in I turn it on and their signal's working so that I know that my unit is working for the next person that I'm renting it out to so you know that's part of it too yeah that's a good point yeah so anyway so, those were that so was yeah. kind of what yes yeah, you had to chat, chat about awesome yeah I was hoping Tiff could share what she's been doing anything you doing anything fun So, yeah, sorry, give me one second to get to a quieter place. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, yeah, yo, so this past weekend was the Colorado Classic, which is held in Montrose, Colorado, and there was, oh, oh, right around probably about 500 horses, I would estimate, and, of course, I saw lots of beamers, which was amazing to see. Lots of people that I haven't seen for a while, so it was good to to see all the people um, that were there. And obviously, you know, a lot of them made the big trip from down south. A lot of them came from, you know, Texas area and all around the country. But we always talk about, obviously, how beamer helps with the travel and helps with settling in um, a lot of the horses that come to these securities and maturities and open races are 
typically the horses that are there at these ones are younger. So they're, you know, learning and growing and having to adapt very quickly to a lot of different environments. And so the Beamer is super significant with all of that. And so I was able to just witness a lot of that going on and obviously talk to customers, friends, people that I know and gotten to know through Beamer and through the, the barrel race maturity industry. And um, it's just really great to see how many people have come on board with the product and notice that it's um, impactful to their programs and their training and just everything that they have going on. And so it's just really good to see and it's just comforting to know that, hey, this is a great product. Obviously, people are starting to pay attention to why it is a great product and how it can just continue to grow their programs and their training and just help them to just be even more efficient and better about what their horses need. Yeah, I've, I've really yeah, that's noticed awesome. a lot a lot more beamers at shows, too. Yeah, although I do see, I'm, I, I am still seeing people that are using it in a different way. You know, I, I, <laughs> one of my favorites is that they're using ice boots and the beamer at the same time. So um, everybody has a different level of understanding how to use it in what my experience is. Yeah, and, and I've seen that a lot, too, as far as, you know, when I go to shows, and I don't do a lot of shows, and I don't do a lot of big ones, I just do some local ones, um, is I get a lot of people either saying, oh, I didn't know there was a human unit, I hear that a lot, <laughs> or I love my Beamer as they walk by. Um, and so, and I and that's just gotten exponentially more, because um, it used to be people are like, what is this thing? <clears throat> and now more and more people are like, I love mine, I love mine, I couldn't live without it, you know? Um, and so it's, it is, it is good to see that that's become now, not just this, what is this weird thing that you're, you're, you know, promoting, but it's, um, a known, a known name. Um, and I think that's important as we, as we grow. So another thing too, Rainy and City that came to mind at this particular show was something that I kind of take for granted because I live in the mountains, but I don't, I, I, sometimes not take for granted but just sometimes forget that elevation is a big change for people and also Mm -hmm. obviously for horses and so one of the things I brought up to several clients this time around was hey you know like you've made a long trip uh the elevation you've gone from you know Texas to or even Midwest or wherever (laughs) they came from to mountain dry high elevation, all up and over all the passes to get here, you know, think about how your horse is reacting to that. Some of them obviously react differently than others. And so it was something to just really keep in mind that the air is thinner, you know, and that they're going to have to work a lot harder. And good thing that a lot of these horses are in good shape. However, it's just something to mention that, hey, I know this is something you probably don't think about, but we are in a higher elevation and your horse is going to be impacted by that. And the Beamer obviously helps with the rest, digest, and increase blood flow and all of the things. And so it was just good to make a note of that as well. Of when they are traveling, that's another element that comes into play. That's a really good point. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up, Chip. Yeah. 
Me too. And I think that's something I, I just I, we just don't think about or talk about very much, but definitely is a huge part of it. I mean, you talk to any professional athlete and they're going to tell you how what an advantage is to be, you know, like home court advantage of like, you know, Denver, for example. If you're a pro athlete and you're, Denver is home, that's normal. Um, what a home court advantage that is to any of the other teams coming in um, and trying to, to, to work environment that they're yeah, not Yeah, mile high. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and so I think that that's that's awesome, and I think it's a great thing that I don't think we really talk about that much, um, and you don't really think about until you're in the moment of it. Yeah, and and how all teams right. can support that and help with all of that is, yeah. is also a really good just additional thing to bring up to people that maybe just don't think about things like that. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that doesn't come, you know, that I don't think about on a regular basis, but <clears throat> definitely something that, you know, will impact your, your these horses as they're traveling to various um, parts of the country. So, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Tiff, for bringing that up. That's a, that's a really great point to talk about. Um, all right, well, we don't have anybody who wants to chat with us. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything more you want to chat about, but we are <clears throat> at the end of our half an hour. Oh, never mind. I lied. Somebody just popped on. <laughs> as soon as I say that. It works every um, time, Randy. <laughs> it does work every time. All right. We've got area code 604. Area code 604, you're live on Blood Talk. Oh, hi. Good morning. Um, I was just wanting to ask you guys what you thought. I've, I've sent a bunch. I've, I joined the Beamer Share, and I sent videos um, uh, for for um, to some of my friends that have horses, and I've had a few of them have opened it and, you know, and, and looked like at one video. I've sent them usually, I've sent them two. But I just kind of wondered what you guys suggest for uh, follow-up and, like, you know, you know, if you, to get the interest, if they look at one, they don't open a second one, you know, where you'd go with that. Yeah, so, I mean, I can start. I'm sure we all have some opinions on that. I, I usually start with something really short and small to start with just because I, I, I just is a, in an interest of time, and I want them to open that first one. I, and I usually will say something like, this is just a quick, you know, three-minute video or six-minute video or whatever it might be, whichever one I'm sending. Um, and so I let them know this is just a quick thing for them to click on so they don't expect like, oh, I don't want to, I don't have time for this, you know? So I make sure when I, when I send it, that I send a note with how quick of a, of a clip it is that I'm sending. Um, so I'm sure to do that. Um, and like I said, I usually just send one first to, and see if they're interested. And then beyond that, then I'm, then I'm really trying to, that they're interested in. So if they have, if they have expressed any kind of interest in anything in particular, whether it's the science or, um, or testimonials or what it is that they might be interested in. And then I try to pick and choose a specific thing for that. Um, if they don't respond to the, to the next thing, I usually will um, usually just send a, a quick check-in or, or depending on what I sent in the first one, um, you know, if I haven't sent the blood flow video, then I will send that one because that is a, and I always say this is a quick thing and I can't, there's nothing I can show you that will, that, that expresses, you know, that can show how much Beamer can do for us in just this quick little video. Um, so if I haven't already sent that, then that will be the thing that I, I send to kind of catch them back in. Um, ladies, I'm sure you each have what you would do too. Um, something that, that um, I know we want to kind of peak interest for the videos, 
But what the information that's really, really important to me, at least, to know is how these people ride. You know, what do they do with their horses? Um, you know, are they recreational? Are they competitive? Are they, you know, involved in the business? And what discipline? So I know if somebody's, you know, somebody, even if they just, you know, like to take some lessons or compete at local shows and they're in jumping, I'm going to send them uh, something that would come from um, the jumping world, like uh, Mavis Spencer or uh, Tori Colvin. Um, and if, in fact, I know that they are more involved in Western disciplines or they're a barrel racer or something like that, I'm going to send them something from, um, and this is not all on, on Beamer Share. Some of it would come off of Facebook, too. But I, I you know, would share something maybe <clears throat> from uh, Amber Lee Snyder or uh, Shaley Lord. Um, in fact, and we have, again, this is not on Share App yet, but we do have a new ambassador. I don't know if that was talked about at all last week. Um, we mentioned that uh, Al Dunning, who's kind of an icon in the Western world, um, you know, and so I would send something that is, you know, particularly between the English and the Western side, I would send them something that was related to either our FAQs or the ambassador world that would be specific more to their discipline. Because I know that someone who's, you know, um, well, this is making a generalization, but uh, but I'm going to think that somebody who, who goes trail riding is going to be, is not going to resonate or tune in so much if I sent them, um, you know, a video that talked about uh, uh, someone who was a dressage rider. It's just not going to click as much with them. And so I try to tailor what I send to be specific to the person to whom it's being sent. I think I think that's really important. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, hope, that, I hope that helps. Um, the, the, the yeah, thanks. Things, the two things that I always send that really try, that I really feel like um, get them usually the most and the quickest response, especially when I just talk about how quick they are, are the blood flow videos, both the human. I'd usually do the human one first and then the horse one because the human one's a little easier to see. And then with the horse one, then they kind of know what they're looking for. Um, and then um, also the, the back pain studies are, are the, the, I usually do the two-sided one that's got all the studies on it. Um, and that's another one that no matter what discipline they're in, um, even if it's just a, you know, a pet <laughs> that we've, that, that we've shown pretty much, you know, pretty much all the horses have back pain. Um, and so I think it, that kind of um, applies to everybody. So those are two big things I send. But other than that, yeah, exactly what Cindy said. I really like to tailor it. Um, Cindy, I don't know. Do you, do you have Beamer share? Can't remember. You, you talking to me? Yeah. Tiff. I use it all the time. Yeah, I use oh, yeah. it all okay. the time. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting I for him to update. I was just thinking. Uh, I just think Tiff had it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have it. I just pull from all the resources. That makes it, you know, a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Work. But but, but have, obviously it's got. Pulled. We've got all that information everywhere. So yeah. So I have it saved on my phone of certain things that I like to share, which are very similar to what you guys had shared already. So I just obviously you guys, you know, do the same thing I do. So I don't need to reflect on any more of what you guys said. The only thing that I, I guess I could just tag on a little is the, a lot of horse clients 
in the world that I am in know a lot of other products. And so I have a, a saved um, little photo that I gathered from one of the slideshows years back that shows like, and I don't know if this is compliant. <laughs> I think it's, I would sure think it's compliant because it's, it was shared on all the Beamer information, but I don't know if it's in the Beamer share per se, but it, it just shares like, hey, there's nothing else like Beamer. This is why. These are the different signals. And it's a really nice little feature to show those particular people that ask that question in a comparison type of setting what Beamer has mm-hmm. to offer that other things don't. Yes, I would yeah. yeah, that's great. I've got a friend. I was just going to say, yes, one of the gals, you know, she has different different things she uses. So it was, you know, just kind of went over. And so I just I just wanted to say, like, should I phone, like, the people that I've sent, the, sent it to, just phone and even ask, you know, did you get a chance, even though I know they haven't, but, you know, did you get a chance to, to open the, the slide and just um, – and and kind of mention that I just thought, do you do you guys recommend doing that? You know, I think well, one of the advantages and the things I love about Beamer Share and uh, is that it tells you when when they've opened it, so that you can you can yeah. you can say um, you know that they have some interest. Now it doesn't tell you that they watched it all the way through, but at least they clicked on it. So. Um, you know, I would follow up fairly quickly after that to say, you know, um, looks like you've had a chance to look at this. Um, I would also call people who didn't open it and say, did you get it? Um, okay. Yeah, that's and, what I would you know, and, and you know how, you know, how receptive people are or aren't to being, you know, called. But I think the personal, the opportunity to engage in a conversation really opens up the door to other things that they might not take the time to put in writing if they had a question or a comment. So I, I think that personal contact is, um, you know, the very best connection that you can make. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah, so most of them all said they really were wanted to to try it, you know, have me come over and do a session on the horse, but then I see a lot of them haven't opened the opened anything. So I thought, well, okay, you know, it's easy sometimes to say, yeah. but it, does that kind of prove if they're really interested or not? So, okay, yes. thank you. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, it is It is hard to tell. That doesn't necessarily mean it just might mean they see it and they, they don't know how long it's going to be and they don't want to open something that they're, they they don't want to sit there for 20 minutes and read. So, um, you know, some of that had, just has to do with like they see it there and, and at some point when they have time they're going to open it, but they just keep forgetting about it. So um, definitely a personal call would be great. I usually try to gauge that. I usually will do a call. Um, and if they respond to me via text, I know that they are more of a text person um, versus call me. So I, I always try to kind of play with that a little. But I like I like to call too. Um, and then I will follow up with call or text based on how they respond to that call. So thanks for your advice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I hope it helps. Good luck. <laughs> And the and what you said too about the demo. I mean, if you follow up with a call or a text, just say, "Hey, when works best in your schedule?" I know you are very busy, which shows that you're being considerate of their time. And then just mention, "Hey, I would really like to come out and do a demo," because maybe that's exactly what they just need. They just need a hands-on, curious. They're curious. Obviously, they're asking. So maybe that's the direct uh, the direction you need to go. 
showing up and doing a session for them on their horses that opens the door to to have the conversation and then maybe even at that point you could show yeah and the other comment is is that horse people are always busy um (laughs) they always and so they're hard to reach so you can't take it personally it's just the horses are going to come first and there's long days so um so sometimes people say oh sorry i haven't gotten back to you i've just been super busy but thank you for reaching out so so, you know, don't be afraid to try. Absolutely. All right, ladies, we've just got a few minutes left. So um, if there's any any final words from either of you, Tiff, I'm so glad to have you back and, and hearing what you're doing. Um, I get, we get to leave a little bit vicariously through you and all, all the fun things that you do. So I'm happy to have oh, you back. Thanks. Well, I'm <laughs> glad to, to have you back also. And thanks, listeners, for listening in today and glad we could have a a different conversation about some different things and and how to go about things in the in the thick of it. Like Cindy said, horse people are always so busy. Don't take it personal. It's just how it is. And really try to find your niche or niche and getting in and talking with them about, hey, let's make time. Let me know what works for you. I'm willing to show up at your place, give a demo, put my time in, which also shows that you have some skin in the game. That's very significant for horse people so just keep your heads up out there and i look forward to sharing more about my summer trips around to all the (laughs) events perfect well we look forward to hearing them thanks so much tiff um and cindy um yeah i think i think um i don't have any um great words to add on to what we've already said But um, just always, you know, encourage you to uh, remember when you use the Beamer Share that you got to refresh it because um, but Mm -hmm. we do need to get some more things in there for the horses. And so sometimes you have to look a little further for the more recent things. We usually publish those in the monthly corporate newsletter equine section, um, or you can find them in the media part of the Facebook posts, and you can also find them in the back office. So there's lots of places to reach that kind of information, and um, the more the more you know what's <clears throat> the more that you know what's available, the easier it is to tailor it to what that person's interests are. Absolutely, that's perfectly said. Yeah, um, if you yeah if you only think there's only three options, that that limits what you what you can and can do for people. But if you know you've got 50 options, you can really tailor it to a specific person. You're absolutely right. Um, thanks so much, um, Tiff and Cindy. It's good to be back with you on Thursday mornings. Um, I so enjoyed this with you both. Um, and thank you to our listeners and our caller. Thank you for the question. We love being able to um, um, answer those questions and help people as we can. Um, so I hope I hope our advice from various areas in in this world it can can help you guys because we all I know we each of us do things a little bit different. So hopefully we can give you guys a each a little bit different perspective on how to do some things. So um, happy to help that way. Um, all right. Be sure to tune into Blog Talk all the rest of the days. They're doing some great things on the other days. But, of course, you know we're going to meet you here back next Thursday to talk about horses. Thanks, everyone. I hope you have such a great week. Bye, Tiff. Bye, Cindy. Thanks, Rainey. Thanks, Tiff. Bye, everybody. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission 
to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.